holy shit, it's been a long time, huh? Uh, yeah, so that's probably going to be a little bit of what we're going to talk about here. So I understand, I think the last podcast we did with you guys was probably June or July of this year. So it's been a minute, but there's been a lot that's taken place. Um, and I want to put it in context before I get into it. This is in no way uh, one of those I'm too busy to do shit type of things. This is more of a uh, heads up. You know, things are still possible. So uh, even if the worst things happen, there's still a light to get through. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. So uh, most of you know, I'm a gym owner. I'm not a podcaster. So like the podcast thing is a cool uh, outlet for some of my creativity, but I wouldn't say that it is my business. Um, it doesn't really drive me much business. It definitely doesn't drive me any revenue. It's just a cool place for me to have uh, time to talk to you guys about the things that we're into here at Iron Legion, introduce you to some cool people. Uh, but at the end of the day, as far as like, am I a, a weekly podcaster, that type of thing is, is, you know, that's not it. So when things tend to happen in life uh, or in business, you know, you, you take the things that don't have a lot of priority and you just shift them down a couple of notches. And that's simply all that's happened here. So we had some uh, crazy shit that's went on here at Iron Legion with me uh, specifically. You know, back in June or July, I suffered a pretty nasty uh, neck injury on the mats doing jujitsu. And it got to where I couldn't move my head. And there was just like constant fucking headaches. And it, it took a toll on me. Uh, I, I got a little freaked out about it, you know, and took some time off of the mats. And just, but I never took time off of training. You know, I, I still stayed on the weights. I did the things that I could do. Um, but you know, the jujitsu thing, it really got into my head that like, what the fuck am I doing, man? I'm, I'm 48 years old now, almost 49. And like, I'm constantly getting beat up on these fucking mats by these white belts. And they're just like, they're, they're ferocious. Right. So my neck's all stretched out, all that kind of shit. I, you know, it took some time to get through that. Um, you know, but you know, I stuck, stuck with my training, did all that type of shit. Um, never really missed, but I had to obviously take off the mat time. So, I mean, once it started to feel better, I jumped back on the mats um, you know, and then we had some staff shifts, some big things that happened business wise that, you know, any business owner out there knows that every once in a while you'll get one or two big uh, milestones a year that you have to fucking deal with that you just like hit you from out of left field. Um, they usually work out okay, but it's the initial fucking punch to the stomach that you got to take. Um, most business owners know what I'm talking about without me even having to go into detail. Uh, we had a couple of those happen, you know, in that time frame, staff. And then I had another one with some equipment, some shit like that. So like, we're just wrapping our fucking heads around things like that, you know, but during all that time too, I was training for an event that I was super fucking pumped about, really excited about was uh, a strongman competition in Tampa. Uh, I had made nationals. I had the opportunity to go to nationals this year for strongman and I couldn't go because my wife, I love her, but my wife had an event uh, at first form that she wanted to go to as a retailer and she's a fucking rock star with those guys. So obviously I uh, went as a uh, significant, what do they call the um, plus, one. A plus one? I was a plus one uh, at the summer smash uh, VIP. Obviously they were, she was in the VIP retailer side of it. And that is a super cool fucking thing to go to. Um, definitely not something that she should miss. So I supported her on that. So I took the one thing that I was training for all year before, put it on pause and went to that event with her. So when I came home, I found another event uh, that to me was of equal magnitude that I really have a lot of fun with. And uh, my man, Steve McCoy out of uh, Tampa, 
runs some of the best strongman competitions out there. And he has Beast of the Bay, which I really fucking enjoy uh, competing in. Super high level. Um, lots of great athletes that go. Has a lot of uh, visibility. And it's uh, it's heavy. And it's challenging. And it's right up my alley. So I was training my ass off for that thing, right? So I was like, if I couldn't put my focus on nationals, I'll at least put it on this particular event here. And uh, so I did. I started training for Beast of the Bay again. So really pumped about it. I, and I put fucking time in, man. I brought in some of the best strongmen around the area. Um, Owen Ward was coming in here and training with me. I was training with the, the guys from uh, Freak Gym over Freak Strong over in Crystal River. Super cool fucking dudes. And then kind of meeting all these this crew of, of awesome folks. Um, and just getting ready for the comp. So, uh, kind of ate up a lot of my time, right? So that running the business family and all that cool shit. So I go to the event and I had a fucking ball. I had so much fun, man. We went out there and on Saturday went out there and competed and took first place. Uh, on Saturday, I was on top of the fucking world, man. Felt like a juggernaut. You know, I was just, it was a super fucking great day. Um, all that training paid off. You know, I walked home with the gold, super pumped. And then the next day they had this really creative event uh, where they set up some uh, state, Florida state strongman record opportunities. So they had like a half a dozen of them set up and you would just show up. You showed up at eight or nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, you know, after we've been competing all day on Saturday and you had an opportunity to set some Florida state records, which were I was kind of pumped about because I have I've done that in the past with uh, Olympic weightlifting. I've got some world records in Olympic weightlifting. So having some state strongman records would be kind of fucking cool. My step in the natural progression of eventually I want to do some really good strongman shit. So uh, I went there Sunday and set, uh, I believe, three or four, three Florida state strongman records on that Sunday. And uh, I was going for a fourth strongman record and I completely separated my patella tendon from my kneecap and I fell on the fucking ground. It was an overhead movement. Um, I was driving the, uh, the axle bar overhead. I believe it was an axle bar and it felt like somebody came behind me and fucking kicked me. It literally felt like my daughter ran up behind me while I was standing there. You know how like in high school you do that to your friends all the time when they had like a locked knee and you kick it and they'd fucking trip and fall and everybody would laugh. Yeah, it was like that, but with like a lot of weight on my chest. So uh, I remember uh, I hit the floor and I went from like the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in seconds. Like I couldn't understand what was happening. I was on the fucking ground. And the first thing I see is this humongous dude with a Russian accent. Uh, and I'm looking right in the face. I was like, why did you kick me, man? You know, why'd you kick me? Why'd you sneak up behind me and kick me? And he goes, and he just was looking at me with this look on his face. He says, nobody kicked you in this thick Russian accent. He's like, nobody kicked you. Everybody heard it pop. And then I looked down at my fucking leg and my kneecap was literally all the way up on my quad. So the tendon had completely severed and the, the cap had jumped all the way up to the top and I couldn't move anything. I was like fucking horrified. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck. So needless to say, we have had a lot of shit going on around here. So I got sent over to, um, Tampa general from the event. I got wheeled through the event, um, on a stretcher all the way out to the ambulance. Uh, and then they took me to the Tampa general, uh, trauma center. And I sat in there for not sat in there, but I was there for three fucking days while they were working on the knee, putting all the tendons back together, putting the kneecap all back together, all that cool shit. Um, and during that whole time, man, the only thing that I could think about was like, uh, I got to get back and keep training. You know, I got to, 
how am I going to make this fit my life? Uh, you know, I, I, I got to get back. I got to coach my folks too. I'm a coach. I'm an on the floor coach. I'm an owner operator. So I'm not just, I don't just stand by. I love being on the floor with my guys. I'm trying to picture, you know, how the fuck am I going to do all this type of stuff with this particular injury? And, uh, needless to say, it was pretty daunting. It was pretty stressful. Just, just laying in the bed, wanting to get out of the fucking bed. You know, once I finally got out of the bed, I realized, uh, I don't have the mobility that I thought I was going to have. I don't have the ability to go up and down stairs. I don't have the ability to get in and out of my truck. I don't have the ability to go to work without doing the one thing that I've struggled with my whole fucking life, asking for help. And I had to lean on people that I, you know, typically would never want to bother. I don't like to bother people. I like to think of myself as pretty self-sufficient. I can take care of my own shit. Um, you know, and this was a moment that was super fucking humbling for me. And it, and it took a toll. Uh, it was really tough on me mentally. It's still tough on me mentally. I'm only, you know, 14, 15 weeks out from the actual event of the surgery. Um, but I'm definitely on the recovering other side of it. Um, but, you know, went to some pretty dark places uh, mentally. You know, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? You know, all that type of shit. Um, but what I did do early on with all of those particular injuries and any of those things, right? I have like my own way of, of thinking with when it comes to injury. It's not my first injury that I've dealt with. Um, you know, I've dealt with quite a few with when you're in an action sports environment or a construction environment or this type of competitive fitness environment, strength training environment, you're going to run into injuries sometimes. You need to understand how to manage it. And I think that um, understanding how to manage it at a high level goes to anybody, the mom and pop that wants to just come in and train and, and the, the occasional injury that comes along with that. Some of this might help them. So, you know, for me, I get hurt. What I'll do is I'll give myself 24 to 48 hours to just be a bitch about it. Just literally go inside my mind and just fucking why? Just why the fuck am I doing this? Go to that dark place because you're going to have to do it. And if you don't do it and you try to ignore it, um, it will just sit there and pester and pester and pester and linger because it will. Um, do your best for those first 24 to 48 hours to fucking just get it out, get all that depressing shit, that all that negativity, just work all that shit out. Right. And then have a fucking plan on the other end of that. By that third day, that second or third day, get a plan. Then you have one week. My, my, my plan is always one or two days of just what the fuck. Then you have one week of discovery, one week of discovery. What I mean by one week of discovery is go back and see what you can do. Right. Go back, see what you can do. There's going to be some things that you approach that you're not going to be able to do. There's going to be some things that you grab onto that obviously instantly cause more problems than they're worth. Right. We want to put those on the side. But what can we do? And we start making a list of what we can do. And then we start to focus on what we can do. Um, after that week is done, then we start to implement that. Right. So we've taken a week of what can we do? And we can get some workouts in there if we need to. We can get we can get our good sweat on. We can do different things like that. But like, what can we do? And then at the end of that week, we develop a plan or I develop a plan. OK, here's my recovery plan and here's how I'm going to build myself out of this based on the things that I know that I can do and where I want to go. Um, it's not that hard. So it's a three step plan. Twenty four to forty eight hours of just being a bitch. Get that out of your system. One week of discovery. What can I do? What can I do efficiently? Or what can I do safely? And then by the third week, execute, 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 put it in fucking play. Right. Um, but at no point in any of these 
is there a, a static give up? Is there a throw your hands up in the air and give up? Because there's plenty of people that are out there like that. Um, so for me, I, I feel like that was, that was, has always worked for me in the past. This injury was a lot bigger than that. It was a lot bigger than just a little bit of discovery. It was a lot bigger than, um, than that type of shit. It was a lot of humbling myself and learning who you can trust and who's there to help you. Um, and finding out that I've got a really cool, badass crew of people around me that are support that supported me, um, all the way down to like helping me move weights during my workout. You know, I had, uh, our coach Ryan Allen was in here, you know, in the early days of the training when I couldn't necessarily move the weights even off of the rack. Uh, he was there to help pull the weights off of the rack, put set the barbells up, different things like that. Um, he was there to do all that type of shit. Now I can do all that now, but you know, moving a dumbbell from one place across the floor to another place so I could use it. Um, you know, I had to ask for that kind of help and, you know, I've never had to do that kind of shit before, but then finding out that there are people around me that are willing to help out a lot, uh, is really cool. You know, I went recently went up to my hunting camp, um, only had very limited mobility, obviously. And there's, there were certain things that I couldn't do. And I had to call my buddy Bullard and I'm like, dude, I need you to come down here. Uh, I'm going to say a couple of words. It's going to be hard for me to say, but I need you to help me move this fucking corn into this feeder. Cause I can't get into my side by side, like learning how to humble myself and, and, and lean on people that are there to help you, your friends and your family. Um, I feel like it's a, a, a important learning lesson for me. Um, hopefully that you guys can do the same as well and staying away from the negative folks. There's plenty of those out there too. Um, I even had them in my own family. You know, haven't you pushed hard enough? Haven't you went far enough? You don't have anything else more to prove. You can just stop now. You can just take it easy. You've got state records. You've got world records. You have different things, right? There's no reason for you to push to that level anymore. I've heard all that stuff during this healing process. And it's, to me, it's fucking disgusting. Um, I just don't operate at that level. Um, I constantly want to push. I constantly feel like I can get better in different things. So what have I done? I've, I've taken my my strongman training and I've turned it all and flipped it into the ultimate bro sesh. It's just all upper body workouts for the last 10, 13 weeks, right? Uh, my bench press has gone through the roof. Uh, my bicep curls are made. Look at these arms. Like they're just, it's massive. And I would, you know, I've shifted my own training and it's helped me mentally um, to, to, to continue to move forward. Um, some of the other things that I've done as far as that goes is remembering to be able to understand how to prioritize. So that's kind of the point I had about the podcast. There were a certain number of things that were causing lots of added stress for no fucking reason. We had a certain event that we were going to do this year that I I've been doing for 11 years and it's a huge amount of stress. It's a big fucking undertaking. Um, and I was very, very upset to, uh, to put it on pause this year. I wasn't happy about that. That was another thing that kind of gave me a little bit of delay. Right. So I put that thing on pause. Um, you know, we might bring it back next year, but it's, it's taken things like that. And maybe, maybe you have to put them to the side for a minute, um, to allow yourself to recover and to heal. And I think that that's important learning how to prioritize and put things in certain spots and knowing that you're going to come back and, and hit them again at full speed and full memento. Um, you know, I talk to my, my athletes on the floor all the time, plan your work, plan your rest. You know, if we have like today, I think we have, a workout where you have a hundred wall balls, you have 20 or something, you have 20 or something after that, you know, that type of shit, but you have a seriously tight time cap. Uh, let's say it's 10 minutes. You know, you have a lot of work that has to get done with that 10 minutes. Well, if you just 
go in it with a work plan. Okay, I'm going to do a work set of uh, 10 sets of 10 to get through my wall ball. So that's a great uh, idea, but you also need to have a rest set. You need to understand what your rest set is. So if it's 10 sets of 10, what's your rest in between those 10 sets of 10? Is it 10 seconds? Is it five seconds? You know, have a, a work plan, have a rest plan. That way you can get out of the swamp of whatever that uh, that uh, work is. No different than this shit I'm talking about here with injury, right? There's amount of time that you need to take for rest. There's amount of time. There needs to be prioritization of the things that you might not be able to fix at that particular moment, but you've understood it and you put it in brackets and you're just putting it over here on the side. But the actual physical action of staying in the game and, and staying the course is, is super fucking important. Um, so I apply those work rest plans to a lot of things, uh, you know, and I think it's important that all of you do. The work never fucking stopped for me. Uh, one week out, out of the emergency room, I was in here at the gym doing bench press. Don't need my fucking legs to bench press. Um, I mean, it's ideal to have legs to bench press, but I didn't necessarily have to have them. So I could work upper body. I could do seated shoulder press. I could do a lot of different things uh, that I could work around. So I never really got out of the game. I've really never actually taking a, taken a full-on break uh, like everybody would tell you to do, take a back seat. You've earned it. You've deserved it. Right. To me, I did a whole episode on those stop signs that, uh, my, one of my mentors and great friends, Paul talks about, um, you know, stop signs. Everybody's looking for a fucking stop sign. This whole last of this part of this fucking year was full of stop signs for me. I could have pulled on the fucking reins at any time, stopped and, uh, anybody, no one would have looked at me and said, eh, that was fucking, you need it. You know, you shouldn't stop there. Right. They would all, they all accept that fact. They all kind of want you to take a break anyway, but I can't, I just can't do it. So for me, um, I like to pull through stop signs, plan stop signs, get to see them, go through them. Um, I don't like looking for an excuse to take his fucking seat because I know what that's also going to do. You're going to get bogged down. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get tired and you're not ever going to want to get back to it again. So I hope all that kind of helped a little bit. Somebody out there, maybe that's dealing with injury. So that's another thing that uh, I've seen, even since this particular injury. Um, I've had people, literally fucking had people, with me standing there in a brace, coaching on the floor, and telling me that they're going to take time off for a knee injury, or they're going to take time off for some little thing, right? And I haven't fucking seen them since. It's one of those things that you, you have to be very very fucking careful when it comes to injury and taking full time off going and saying, you know, I just, my, my wife is telling me I need to rehab by just stopping. My doctor says not to do anything anymore. Both of those people are incorrect in that sense. You still need to move movement as life, work around the injury, those types of things, but stay in the fucking game. Right? So the, the funniest thing that I've dealt with, though, is I get this and I've been getting this for, you know, the 12 years that I've been in business. When I try to talk to people about, listen, there's other things that we can do to keep you in the game. It's this look on their face when they've already decided that they're going to quit. They've already decided that I'm going to use this knee injury as my stop sign. They've already decided I don't want to make this payment anymore. They've already decided that, like, this isn't for me. Right. But instead of being a man about it and saying, you know what? I want to be a bitch for the rest of my life. They just fucking give me some bullshit excuse. I'm just going to take a little bit of time off and then I don't see them again. When I explain to them 
that we can work around this type of stuff. I see that little thing in their eye that says, the only reason that you're saying that to me is because you want me to continue paying the fucking bills. That is not true. That is 100% not fucking true because I live this shit every single day and I do it myself. Sisyphus was punished in the underworld by the God Zeus. He was punished by being forced to roll a fucking boulder up a hill for eternity. And every time he got the boulder up to the top of the hill, it rolled back down. And he had to fucking drudge his ass all the way back down to the bottom to push that fucking hill up. I've worked with all of these guys in here. I've got them to a certain point. I've watched them day in, day out, repping, getting better, getting better. What we do here is not fucking easy. I don't let it be easy. We push fucking hard here every single day. So when I have somebody throw in the fucking towel, it's upsetting to me because I know how far up the fucking hill they've pushed that goddamn boulder. They've pushed that boulder halfway up the fucking hill and they're like, I can't push this fucking boulder anymore. And it's not that taking a fucking break, they're going to leave the boulder right there on the side of the fucking hill, guys. The boulder slides all the way back down to the fucking bottom. It slides all the way back down to the fucking bottom and you have to start over. The longer you sit on the fucking couch, the longer you sit on the fucking sidelines, the fucking lower that boulder gets and the harder it is to get the momentum pushing it back up the hill. But at the end of the day, motherfuckers, that hill, that boulder has to go up that hill. That's just the way that I'm fucking wired. The boulder goes up the fucking hill. It has to. It is forward progress. It is hard, tough work. But the boulder goes and we keep moving and we get better before we get better because of it. Um so that's what I see. I see all this time, all this effort. I'm thinking of one guy in particular that would come in every fucking morning at 5 a.m. Busting fucking ass, sweating his dick off and one little fucking sideways injury. He's out. I haven't seen him since. I've got another guy afternoon. Same thing. Same fucking thing. Comes in three times a week. Same time every single fucking day. One little shoulder fucking injury. He's out. Haven't seen him since. And they'll literally look at you in your in your fucking face with a brace on while I'm training, staying in the fucking game and saying that they can't do it. Guys, it is possible. We can stay in the game. We have to stay in the fight. This is not a fucking time to be hurt. That is the one of the big drivers for me as well. To be hurt, to be injured, to be soft, to be fat, to be fluffy. That's what they fucking want, man. They want you on the fucking couch so they can take advantage of you. They want you fucking weak so they can take advantage of you. They want you with your fucking hand out asking for help all the time so they can take advantage of you. That's what they fucking want. That's what your government wants for you. That's what all your fucking lazy ass friends want for you. They want all that. They don't want you to be any fucking better. They don't want you to be self-sufficient. You have to stand up and fight every fucking day. You have to start every fucking day with the purpose of getting better. Even if an injury or a catastrophe happens, put your fucking head down and get to work. Get to work on something, right? If you have to shift your priorities around, but stay in the fucking game, man. Stay in the game 100 fucking percent and your mind will thank you for it. There's dark spaces, don't get me wrong. I'm there a lot. I go to some really dark places when I'm fucking injured, but I know that at some point it's all cyclical. It's going to come around. I'm going to start feeling better. And guess what? I'm also going to look better and feel better because I've been training and I never fucking stopped training. I found a way to work around the system. I found a way to beat the fucking system and I get back in the game and I keep shoving it down their fucking throats. Everybody that wants me to be fucking weak and give up and be like everybody else. I ain't going to be that fucking bullshit. And I don't want that for you guys either. So I'm hoping that this can inspire you to get your ass back in the fucking gym, wherever that gym is for you, whether it's your fucking garage, 
whether it's some Globo gym or whether it's right here at Iron Legion, we have got fucking work to do as Americans, man. We need to stay strong. We need to stay fit. We need to stay capable. We need to stay fucking ready all the time. Sharp edges all the time. Violent intent. All right, guys. Hopefully that uh, will keep this up. Um, I'm going to try to keep these up every week, every two weeks or so. I'm going to get back in here. We're going to start adding some guests and shit again. Um, get this thing fired back up. But yeah, I've got a, I've got a new sense of creativity now. I got a good outlet for it. So I'm going to start fucking using it. So, uh, look forward to seeing you guys, uh, here in a couple weeks. That is forging better humans, better podcasts, whatever the fuck is screwed it all up. Uh, episode number probably, I don't know, a lot. Here we go. Out. You cut that one.